Hiring a VA can help you with the additional tasks and responsibilities that come with business growth. As a business owner, at some point, you will have to delegate some tasks to an employee or a virtual assistant. But how do you know that you are ready and that your business is ready to bring on a virtual assistant? Here are some key indicators that you are ready to outsource tasks to a virtual assistant. We will dissect this in today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. My name is Valentina Brega. I will be your host today. And in today's episode, we will talk about when do you know you are ready to bring on a virtual assistant? What are the signs that tell you, hey, you need to delegate some of these tasks, you can do it on your own. And what are the benefits of doing so? So if you're interested, welcome to the show, Built with VAs. This is a podcast where we talk about how to run and how to manage a business entirely with virtual assistants. So let's get right into it. Here are some key indicators that you are ready to outsource tasks to a virtual assistant. Number one, you are burned out, overwhelmed, and you can't keep up with all the tasks and all the demands for your business. Does that sound familiar to you? If you constantly find yourself swamped with all the minutia, all the little tasks, then there's so much that a virtual assistant can take off your plate. Number two, you are not an expert in certain areas. There are certain areas that you're so good at, but there are other areas where a virtual assistant or someone from outside can really help complement your skill set and can be, be more valuable to your company. I often see employers make that one mistake. They want to work on their weaknesses. They say, if I'm not good at social media, I will take a course. I will become better at this, I will focus on on being on working on my weakness. When instead, this is a task that can easily be outsourced to someone for a few dollars an hour, and you can focus on your strengths, become better at what you're already good at. Number three, your business is growing and you constantly find yourself saying no to new business because you can't handle the workload. Hiring a VA can help you with the additional tasks and responsibilities that come with business growth. The next one is wanting to save some money. It can be very lucrative to find international talent at a fraction of a cost than what you would get here in the United States. And a lot of people say, well, you know, this isn't, is this fair? Is this enough? Well, here, you know what? I'll let you on a secret. I'm not sure if I mentioned that before, but I'm not American myself. I come from a different country and I know firsthand that life in the United States is extremely expensive. The rent alone is 10 times higher than what we paid back home. So there are countries where the amount of money that you pay per hour is going a way longer way. So the hourly wage can go a longer way somewhere abroad than it does here in the United States. It it really is extremely expensive to live in the States. I, I know it. I can see it every day. And it's not the case in a lot of countries worldwide. And you can still pay a decent amount to a virtual assistant. Obviously, my I always say, make it a win-win. You want to make sure that they have a good standard of living, that they are able to pay rent, to put food on their table, to take care of the loved ones. Obviously, make it attractive for them as well. But even so, it is not the same cost as it is hiring someone in the United States. So if you're a small business owner, that would be a good way to see if a VA is right for you, to see if what tasks you can delegate and still uh, save some costs. And the last sign that you would see when you want to hire a virtual assistant is you want to free up your time for bigger things, to think about strategic plans for your business. If you're still stuck doing routine tasks, your business will never grow as much as you grow. So you are the bottleneck in your company. 
the amount of growth that you have, the amount of strategic planning that you put into your business, that's where the limit of the business is. So find someone to take care of the tasks for you so you can think about the bigger things so everybody can win in the end. If the business grows, your VAs will get promoted, they will get more money in the end, right? You are impacting lives not only by hiring VAs, but also by freeing up your time to focus on what truly matters and what truly moves the needle for your company. So if you find yourself in some of these signs, then it's probably time to go ahead and hire a virtual assistant. If you don't know what to delegate, check the show notes below. I have, I will leave a link to one of our uh, PDF files. It's called 100 plus tasks a VA can do for your business. So download it, check it out. Maybe they'll give you some inspiration. It also gives you some, there's also a video on how to delegate, what to delegate first. So go ahead and check it out in the in the notes below. So if you have decided to take a virtual assistant, take these factors into account. Number one is time. How much time do you have to spend with a virtual assistant? Do you have that time? Because it is very important to bring, when you bring someone on board, to invest time in them, to train them, to share your culture, your vision, your mission, your why. It is so powerful to if if you and the virtual assistant are on the same page in terms of the company's goals, it is so much more uh, beneficial for both of you to grow that business. The second thing to look into account is complexity. What tasks are you willing to delegate to the virtual assistant? And can a VA handle that? Or do you need someone with local knowledge, with specialized knowledge to, to handle those tasks? Sometimes a virtual assistant is not the only option for you. Let's say you have a real estate company. I've worked with a lot of real estate companies and uh, for acquisitions, for somebody who buys properties, buys houses in the area, you would actually need someone with local knowledge, someone who can go to the house, someone who, you know, you close deals with a handshake, belly to belly, face to face. That would be so much, um, that is just more lucrative than hiring a, an international virtual assistant for that. I've seen it, it's possible, right? It's possible to close deals over the phone, but again, the rate of closing is so much higher when you have someone with local knowledge. So think about this, the complexity of the tasks. What do you want to delegate to the VA and can they do it remotely and can they handle that kind of, uh, that kind of task? The third thing to consider is cost. What does your budget look like? Especially if you're just starting out, if you're a startup, if you're a small business owner, you want to make sure you allocate the budget to the virtual assistant. It might work, it might not work. You know, it's 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 working with people. So some people might, some virtual assistant might not live up to your expectations. Uh, so make sure you allocate a budget that you would feel comfortable for running this test. The other possibility is also true. You might find a person who is, spot on exactly what you're looking for, someone who can take your business to the next level, someone who can help you free up your time, and someone who can bring you more money in the company as well. But at the beginning, really think about your budget, think about your cost, and see how how you can use it in a way that brings you a good return. The fourth thing to consider is communication. How are you communicating with your virtual assistant? VAs can't read your mind, right? Nobody can. So how do you express what exactly you're looking for? What the, What is the outcome that you want? What kind of feedback you give? How many meetings will you have? Think about this as well. Uh, for example, in my company, we have weekly meetings with my team. We actually have daily daily huddles every day. We have a, a weekly meeting when we talk about more granular about the numbers, about the vision, about the mission, about what we want to accomplish together. 
right? Uh, we have a way to communicate online via Slack or WhatsApp, for example, but think about how you communicate with that. Does your VA know exactly what you're looking for? And if not, a lot of the times, if you don't see the results that the VA is producing you, think about, was it maybe something that you didn't express right? Should you put it in writing? Should you make a Loom video or a Zoom video running through the task so your VA has clear instructions on how to get it done? So that's another thing to consider, communication, clear, concise, proper communication. And the last thing here is SOPs. Do you have standard operating procedures? What if your VA leaves in a couple of months? What do you do? You've already spent so much time investing in into training them, into bringing them on board. And then if they leave, you're back at square one. My recommendation here would be if you have, if you work with someone new, you will train them on your processes, on your CRM, on your systems. You might as well record that and create a standard operating procedure. I like to create Loom videos for my team. For example, hey, this is how you run this test. This is what I do first. This is where you find the template. This is, you know, step by step, I walk them through this. And then if that virtual assistant leaves or if we have to part ways for whatever reason, I already have that video for the next person. So it saves a lot of my time. So that's another thing to look into account. Do you have good SOPs? Do you have a good way of communicating that to your VA? So there you have it. Now you know the signs when you are ready to hire a VA. And if you are ready to hire a VA, these are the things you have to take into account time to spend with them, complexity of the task, uh, communication, SOPs, and the cost, of course. So there you have it. Here are the signs that you know you're ready to get a VA on board. And if you are ready to get a VA on board, there are the things to consider. Cost, complexity of the task, the time you have to invest into the VA, the SOPs, and the communication. I hope you found a lot of good value. And as always, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, check out the show notes and look at what 100 plus tasks a VA can do for your business. This has been proven that a VA can do. It's not a, it's not a very complex task. You don't need local knowledge for that. And there's so much talent worldwide. There's so much talent waiting to be put to work and making a difference for your company and you make a difference in their lives as well. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Valentina Brega. I was your host and I'll see you in the next episode.